0: busy during the week. We got our own business. We're headhunters for the logistics supply chain industry. And no matter what's going on in the market, somehow it keeps us busy. If The way it used to be was you had hundreds of people looking for jobs. They're always coming to us, hey, I'm looking for a job. And you couldn't find enough companies to show them to. Now, everything has turned around where we've got tons of companies coming to us, but we can't find enough applicants who are qualified for the jobs that they want them to do, who are able or willing to move to a new company. So we always get busy as hell during the week, because on top of that, we have other things we like to do, like jujitsu, acting, voiceover, uh, podcasting, Nancy's got two podcasts, so, we kind of have a lot going on, and things are always crazy, and during the week, I say, no problem, Saturday and Sunday will come along, and everything will calm down, and we will have time to take care of all the stuff, all this work that we didn't get to. But then, of course, Saturday and Sunday actually do come along, and living in Los Angeles, Usually, with the exception of the past several weeks, (laughs) usually it's a beautiful, beautiful sunny day. And I'm like, we're going out. We got to go somewhere. We got to do something. And of course, since we didn't plan for it, we're like, all right, what do you want to do? So we end up going like we did last weekend. We didn't stay home and catch up on all the work that I, uh, now it's like, oh, no problem. Once the week starts, I will take care of all that work that didn't get done. So, we decide, why don't we do something like go to a museum? Let's go to a museum. So, we start saying, "Okay, where?" We looked and there was museums right around us, but at the same time we're like, "No, we got to go somewhere else. We got to get out of the neighborhood." So, we don't just have to get out of the house. We have to get out of the neighborhood. So, we find one that's actually downtown. Which I think is about six miles and um, two and a half hour drive away. Just kidding. It's in LA, there's always traffic. And you always we always, I, speaking for myself, I always kind of either forget about the traffic or just dismiss the traffic. I, I say, I am not going to let the fact that there is bad traffic in LA. I'm not going to let that stop me from doing the things I want to do. And I'm not going to let it dominate my conversation, which is happening right now. So we decide we're going to go to downtown L.A. to MoMA because we found that there's an exhibit there and it's free. It's free entry. I'm like, well, this is great. So I have no idea. what I'm just picturing we're going to a museum. It's free entry and we're going to walk around and look at all these old pictures or not uh, paintings, I guess. I am probably the world's worst observer of art. I go in, I look at it, I appreciate it, but I don't understand. I, I can't. I can't like teach a course on it or explain to someone. Oh, this is what the artist had in mind, and obviously he is representing the era of Victorian age and Elizabethan photosynthesis i have no idea i just i look at it i'm like okay that means something to somebody and i'm looking at it right now and it looks kind of cool that's my interpretation of art so you're you you do not want to come to me if you're looking for someone to explain art to you so we decide on that place and we get onto the 10 and immediately we stop in traffic and once again, we're like, oh, how could I have been so stupid? I could be at home right now, just enjoying looking out the window at the pretty day <laughs> with all the comforts of my house. But no, I'm out here sitting in traffic because we have to do something. So it did. It took a while to get there. I think it took like an hour to get down there. And then, you know, we get off the we got directions directly to where the parking lot is supposed to be. But whatever review we read that told us where it, it, we were, we showed up at the exit. And it just had chains across. I'm like, oh, this is great. So we drive around and we just happen to stumble upon the right place. We go up to a guy and I'm like, Hey, uh, can we park here for the for the museum? And he's like, Yeah, sure. Seven bucks. I'm like, okay. So I go and I've the first thing I think is like, we don't have any cash. We we don't carry cash anymore. And I'm like, Well, you take credit cards? It's like, of course. So I give him my credit card. He doesn't give me a receipt. For all I know, he could have just charged me seven thousand dollars to park. But I'm gonna—I'm just going to trust. And I—I I at a later time, I went home and I checked my statement, and sure enough, he only charged us seven bucks, which was nice. So we get out. It's beautiful. It's—I had brought a coat, but we decided we were going to be brave and we left our coats in the car. We get out, and in the parking lot where we were. There were murals. We're like, all right, here comes the art. So I get some pictures of Nancy by the murals. It was really nice. And then we go over to the museum, and outside there was a large statue of airplane parts. And that was pretty cool. We walked all around it. We took a couple of videos and we got some pictures in front of it. It's all these old... I don't know what the shape is supposed to be. It's, I don't know, I guess about 20 feet high, maybe 20 feet wide. And it's old, like, exhaust pipes and wings. And you could just tell. I mean, if you look closely at each piece, you can say, oh, okay, that was part of a... Usually some type of small aircraft, I'm, I'm thinking... I'm I'm not a plane expert either, but uh, I'm looking at a picture. I think this is on my wife's uh, Instagram page. But, yeah, there's – and it's all held together by wires. I'm guessing the wires probably were not used. I guess that was part of what the artist just – that was what was necessary to make all these things stick together. But I'm like, all right, we're getting some art on. We're becoming cultured. So we go. We find the place. We go in the doors, and there's a guy at the front desk, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, it's free admission. Just uh, you got to sign up." So he turns this iPad around, and we we put in all our information: our name, address, phone number, email, and everything. And then there's like the tip thing, and he's standing there looking at us, and it's it's like, "Okay, do we're supposed to give a tip? We don't even know what's in there." And uh, so it's like a donation. So it's up to you whether or not you want to donate. So it's free with a strongly urged or suggested donation. So we finish up with that. And we're like, all right, now let's go see the... I I have no idea what we're walking into. It turns out they had this really big room and it's dark. It's, It's like pitch black. And there's really loud music playing. And we walk in there and suddenly these lights come on that are all red. It looks like you're in one of, um, like, where they develop pictures or used to develop pictures. The uh, dark room, I believe they're called. A dark room that always had the red light. Now, I I took a course in high school where you would take pictures with these old-fashioned, now old-fashioned cameras. They weren't digital. And you would take your own film and then develop. you'd go into a dark room and you would develop it. That's what it looked like. So now we're taking selfies with our our more uh, advanced technology. And we're coming out all red. I thought, hey, this looks kind of cool. And in the middle of this room, while this music was playing, it was pretty freaking loud. There are people standing under a light. It was like... It looked like there were lights in the ceiling that were coming down, and it looked—it reminded me, first of all, of the X-Files. So there's a bunch of people under there, and they're they're having a good time. They're laughing, and they're taking videos, and they're screaming. And uh, so we kind of walked around the circumference of the place for a while. And after about 10 or 15 minutes, we realized, this is it. This is the whole place. (laughs) This is... This is what we came for. So we're like, well, before we go, let's uh... because we walked over the edge. I'm like, oh, I can see that there's some doors lit up over there. Let's see what that is. But it was the exit. Like you go through those doors, you go to the street and you're out. So we're like, well, let's go, you know, kind of hover around the people. You know, maybe they'll see us there. And they did. There was like five or six of them. And as soon as we came walking up, they were like, hey, hey, get out of the way. There's people. There's other people here. They were so nice. They step out of the way. And so now we go underneath. And I made I made Nancy stand under it and look up like she was being beamed up to the mothership. And I took a bunch of pictures. You can see those on my uh, Instagram page. But it, it looked really cool. It looked like you were you know, being beamed up to the mothership to be um, probed, I guess. Whatever they do. I've never been, I've never been, um, what's it called? Beamed up or absconded with or taken. What do they call it? I was abducted. I was abducted by space aliens. That's what they say. Okay, so it looked like you were about to be abducted and uh, taken away to do what they do to you. That was it. So we finished up there. And it's kind of like, well, now what do we do? You know, we kind of planned the day around this, but I mean, to spend 15 minutes in there was kind of a long time. So we left there, but we're still, you're you're in a cool area. There's other museums there, but we were also right across the street from Japantown or Little Japan. I'm not sure what they call Little Tokyo, I believe it's Little Tokyo, where we have been there before years ago, and we we decided to go walk through there, and it was pretty jumping, I think it was a Sunday afternoon, it was cool, they were getting the people down there, and there was all these little shops where you can buy um, stuff, and it reminded me, we went to Japan a couple of years ago, and one of our stops, we stayed in in Tokyo in a... Tokyo was huge, by the way. I mean, it took us like I think an hour to get all the way across Tokyo, and not not because of LA. I mean, we were on a train; there was no traffic. We got from the airport to where we stayed, which was a little place called Shinjuku, where they had this huge. I guess it was like a touristy area, like a shops and stuff. So we had been there, so it reminded me of when we were there when we were walking through Little Tokyo. And that also took about 15 minutes, and we came out, and we remembered, I think we're close to the Arts District. So we already paid our anywhere between seven and $7,000 for parking over at the MoMA Museum. And they didn't say you can't wander to other places. They're just like, yeah, park your car, or whatever. I actually had to go back to the car because I had not brought a hat. I brought a hat, and I left it in the car. See, I'm bald. I'm extremely bald, and I have been trying for 10 to 12 years since I've been bald, trying to remember, always bring sunblock and or a hat. Now, this time I had brought a hat, but I left it in the car. So now we got it because of me and my baldness. I got to walk back to the car, get my hat so that we can continue hanging around outside without my head getting sunburned because I also I also do some acting and the way I look, I'm a short, stocky man with a bald head. I get a lot of teachers, dads, like a boss, CEO type thing, and gangsters. And I don't want to show up on set to play a gangster with a bald head that's all bright pink. You know, it's just I don't, I don't think the gangsters would have been allowing their heads to become. Slightly sunburned so that they have a bright pink hue to the top of their head. So, I want to try to keep my head looking normal. Looking uh, like it's not prickly and peeling. Like I've been hanging out of the beach all day. And I'm a gangster. I got I got work to do. I gotta be taken seriously. So I got my hat. We walk over, and on the way over, before we decide where we're gonna go... Nancy says, wait a minute, isn't there like a, a big brew house over here that we went to years ago? And I said, yes, I believe it is called the Angel City Brewery. So she's like, I'm going to buy you a beer. All right. And a beautiful lady says, I'm going to buy you a beer. You go and you have a beer. Sure enough, it was right where we thought it was. It was the first stop when, when you get, when it's coming from this direction, it's the first stop going into uh, the Arts District, which is perfect. We go in there, and it was wonderful. It was sparsely populated. There were people, but not. it wasn't crowded or packed. I think people were watching the basketball playoffs. We take a lap around, because there were so many different areas. We're like, well, where do we want to sit? Where do we want to be for this beer? And uh, so we we go upstairs. From there, like, we could see all around. If you've ever been there, you know it's a a cool place. They have, it's an upstairs area right in the middle. And from up there, every side, you can, it's like, I guess, kind of like a loft or a balcony. You can see down to all the other parts of the bar. And they've got all this cool old nostalgic stuff. There was, they, actually, there was art on the walls. There... (laughs) We saw more art at the Angel City Brewery than we did at the exhibit at MoMA. And th- there was a lot of art. There was like old pictures. There was a current painting display. Like I guess a-, a couple of people they have their art in there. That looked really cool. There was there was old things that were there all the time, like a cutout of the Golden Girls, which my wife is a huge Golden Girls fan, so I had to get a picture of her with the underneath the Golden Girls display. So we walked around, and we looked at the art, and there's areas where people are playing cornhole and darts. I mean, it's just fun. It was just set up to be fun. And they they didn't have your—they They, they had—the beers they had, it's a brewery, so it was very flavorful. And very flavorful. So we go over to the bar, and the guy's like, you know, we're asking him about beers, and he's just— pulling out all these uh, samples he's like oh try this one try oh if you like honey try this one this one's less hoppy so we both probably had half a beer before we decided which beers we would buy which is very uh, kind of the gentleman so we get our beers and we go we decide let's we took another lap and we are just having a great time and we sat down at, like they have picnic tables and they have they have like a bay door that's open up and a food truck right there. So it's like an extension of the building. So people are going up and they're buying like chicken sandwiches and tacos and stuff. And that that was right behind us. And we sat by a big open, um, they kind of opened the side of the building. It looks like it was probably a warehouse at one time and, and they would back the truck up into these bays. And now the bays were just used. They'd open it up and you'd be sitting there and you could enjoy the inside and the outside simultaneously. And so, yeah, we took a picture of that. That's on my Instagram page. And, uh, yeah, it was just fun. It was relaxing. And it made it feel well worth it to be out kicking around on a a Sunday afternoon. And in a way, it kind of reminded us of the pandemic, of all things. Because during the pandemic, after those initial weeks where they're like, don't go outside or it's over – we would start to take these local trips, you know, living in LA, we want to see as much of LA as possible. So one thing we would do, we'd go and we would drive down by the beaches, which were beautiful and completely empty because during the pandemic, they closed the beaches. So you couldn't even go there. So sometimes we would just drive around just to get out and break up the day a little before, you know, we go home and watch whatever concert they're putting on TV. Cause I guess we weren't playing sports at the time, but yeah. So I remember, um, I remember looking at Fenway and they had uh, the dropkick Murphys did a concert and, uh, and they had guests. They had uh, Bruce Springsteen as a guest and they uh, that, that's what everybody would do. It's like, oh, you know, what are we doing today? We're all going to watch TV and watch this concert where they're all over the infield. And I remember they were all spaced out. Nobody was near each other. And then Bruce Springsteen was up on the board. So we would want to get out of the house so we could break up the day. And after just driving around a bunch of times, we decided let's start – let's go find um, – places that we've seen in movies. So we, I think we started with, I don't remember who we started with, but I know we did a lot of Pulp Fiction. And so we would go and we would find the house and we'd get like pictures of the house. The ho- Okay, the house that I'm talking about was the one that Eric Stoltz lived in and John Travolta or Vincent Vega brought Uma Thurman with them. She was, o- she was ODing and... He brought her in the car to help have Eric Stoltz help save her. So she doesn't know D and everybody, you know, Marcellus Wallace would become quite upset. So it was this little house and we read about it. People actually go, they put this information online there. I think the people who were scouting for Pulp Fiction found this guy's house. And the guy was like sitting on the porch. If I, I read this like two or three years ago. And they said, hey, we want to use your house for a Quentin Tarantino movie. And the guy's like, yeah, sure. And so they cleared out the guy's house. They moved their own stuff in. And they filmed a couple of scenes in this guy's house. So that's what we would like to do. We'd like to go and find and, you know, pull up in front of some house. And we, we would do that. That's how we would spend our days driving around as tourists in our own city. So that's what it reminded us of. So we finish up our beers and we leave the Angel City Brewery, and now we, uh, well, we want to see a little more, do a little bit more before we get in the car and go home, and you know we want to walk off the beer. So we're we're walking around looking at other stuff, and there's a bunch of like coffee places, and there's more bars. If you're not driving, there's plenty of bars to go to, and uh, so we found another little kind of, it's kind of like an indoor. Outdoor mall, I guess. There there may be a name for it, of which I'm not aware. But you, you kind of go indoors, and then there's bookstores. You go up a little couple of stairs, and there's art galleries. There's more bars and restaurants in there. There's open areas. There's, I believe at one point, there's chickens and roosters in cages. So there's still a lot of stuff to walk around. I think we went into a little... um it was a i guess a art exhibit a museum it was just one big square room we went in there and and then on the way out we saw another one there 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 was i guess a much larger uh place with i believe it must have been the same artist in this other one because the all of the paintings looked like varying degrees of the same thing and that thing, I, uh, we looked at them for a while, and it looked like a bunch of maybe sticks or branches all together. And uh, so I start saying to my wife, it's uh, vehículos. She's like, what? Vehículos. And the word I was looking for is a Spanish word, I believe, for wires. Behucos. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like a bunch of wires. That's Like I said, I have got a very keen eye for art. And I can always interpret the message that the artist is trying to convey. So we got some beers and as we're walking around, we're looking at these Bejucos paintings and um, we realized, you know what, we're very out of place here. This is not our uh, our comfort zone, but we're glad because we get to get out there and see some things and try to get to become cultured. And uh, it was fun. So we eventually, we, we mosey our way back to the car, and we went home. But um, I would recommend going to the Arts District, going to Little Tokyo and the museums they have down there. It's fun. There was a ton of people, so I know we're not the only people. I mean, you can do, you can get whatever you want. There was ice cream, I believe, um, What salty straw or something. There's ice cream, there's sandwiches, there's all kinds of different food. You can get. I mean, it's if that's if you're looking for something to do on a Sunday or Saturday or any day of the week, depending on the type of job you work. Um, I would definitely recommend going down there. It's good fun, and I'm sure that you can find something that you like. Okay, thanks for listening.